You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, May 15th, 2023. How is everyone doing? That's right. I'm still doing these weekly recaps and podcasts, and we are into mid-May. It is truly delightful and a grand time of year. So how's everyone doing? This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, the first and only Hershey Bears American Hockey League podcast out there in the podcast first, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Ding, ding, ding. So, this past week, it is a new opponent. It is a new day. Yes, it is, as somebody likes to say. It is a new series to get underway, as it's the Hershey Bears versus the Hartford Wolfpack in the Atlantic Division Finals. Can you hear my ear quotes on that? The Atlantic Division Finals. And sure, sure, we we all knew it was going to be that that hard hitting matchup between Hershey and Hartford. Yeah, yeah, we we knew this all along when the playoffs started a month ago. A month ago, my goodness, a month ago. But anyway, anyway, it's not the matchup we were expecting, but it's the one we've got. And Bears and Wolfpack are ready to go at it. <clears throat> Excuse me here for a brief moment. Talk amongst yourselves. Ah, there we go. They're on a third on a Thursday night. They're at Giant Center. A decent crowd that showed up. It was a fine crowd. The beginning of a sports night three and three for me. At the tail end of my work week, because my work week is now four tens. It is Wednesday through Saturday. And when you get three games that are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, it it, it does wear on you a little bit. Just a little bit. But, but, hockey comes first on that Thursday. A good amount of people there at Giant Center. And we are ready to go. A Hartford team that's gotten some reinforcements from the New York Rangers. A few bodies here and there. A team that has surprised a lot of people. Beating the the Springfield Thunderboids taking away their primary weapons and forcing their depth to beat them and making Joel Hoffer's life miserable. A surprise upset against the Providence Bruins doing something that Hershey couldn't do and that's beat them three times in the span of a week. So here's Hartford off of two series against rivals facing Bears who are sort of their rivals but not their their closer rivals and Hershey coming off a a series that kind of went the way we all thought it would Hershey won three three one but not without some adversity in the way credit wrestle talk for that one but the Bears overcame their adversity credit wrestle talk on that one 
to advance and take on the Hartford Wolfpack. And your goaltenders tonight are Hunter Shepard versus Dylan Grant, the 120th pick in the 2020 NHL Draft. Yep, he gets to start back up his old spicy pork and barbecue broccoli himself, Louis Dalming, backing up. But the first period, the Bears just come out flying. It is, the Bears are on every loose puck, and they are just peppering, throwing stuff at Grant. Grant, the Bears' forecheck, getting in and causing havoc for for Hartford. The transition game, not allowing Hartford to get set up and quickly getting pucks out the zone. There is a hitch in the giddy-up. Forwards, good breakout passes, transitions in the neutral zone and dump the puck in, or their forecheck going in and causing havoc for Hartford. And Grant, he's doing a good job. Five minutes in, we've already got eight shots on him and some good chances, but but Dylan's Dylan stood tall. He has stood tall. And the game is physical, too. Like, there are some hard smashes going into the boards. Big Beck throwing bodies into the boards. The fourth line of Sutter, Beck, and... Um, forget who's out there. Their name escapes me at the moment. But out there. Protoss. Yes. Protoss. Just throwing bodies out there. The defense is not having any of your games good, sir. And Dylan Mickelrathen... And big stick Eric Carlson all together. That is a done effing around defensive pair. And the Bears are just throwing the bodies. And are coming out flying. But Hartford gets a, gets a power play. And Hartford dumps a, dumps a puck in. Down, down the corner. Zach Jones call up for the Rangers. Throws Ryan Shepard. Kicks the rebound right into the slot. And there's a Wolfpack player. He scores. Larry... Pontniemi, P-A-J-U-N-I-E-M-I, their leading goal scorer throughout the season, gets his fourth of the playoffs. It's a power play goal. Goal to Larry, Lori, Larry, Lori? Is it Lori? Is it Lori? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but Lori? Uh, Zach Jones with the assist and Tim Gettinger with the assist. Power play goal for Hartford, one nothing early, and the period comes to an end. And the Bears are up 17-3 to on shots. But we're losing. You know what you always told me, Bears fans? More shots on goal win games. Isn't that how it goes? Isn't that what you've told me for the better part of a decade? We need to get more shots on goal. Just like everyone on football set, in football says, we need to run the damn ball. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're, 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 we're playing the physical game. We're playing the puck. And we're doing okay. Doing okay. Hartford gets a dump in around, around the side of the net. And out comes Shepard. Comes to play. It flubs on the puck. Stolen by a Hartford player. Throws it out front. And the Brodzinski misses. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Hunter, if you're a goaltender, tend the goal. Not now, Hunter. Not now. Not today, Wolfpack. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not never. Not, no, Hunter. No. Get waffles. Get in the crease and stay there. (sighs) 
Gosh. And Hartford's just staying with it. Staying to their game. They get another power play midway early on in the second. And and it's a physical play in front of the net. Hartford trying to take away Hunter's eyes. Causing chaos in front front of the net. Bears player gets knocked down. Loses his stick. Picks it. Picks it back up. Back up to the point. Tanner Fritz, long shot, knocked down, goes to the corner. Fritz gets it back. Gets it back. Hunter can't get set up. Back up top to Brodzinski. Fire scores! Shepard had no idea where the puck was. Couldn't track it. And Brodzinski, the captain, fires it home. For his first, Tanner Fritz, his seventh assist. And Will Child with an assist. Two nothing Hartford end of two. Oh boy. Oh boy. And Hartford came back on shots going after the Bears. The shots are 27 24 19 at the end of two. And I'm like, we're gonna lose this. Hartford's showing why they're trouble. Garant's good. Garant is good. He's seeing everything. The Bears are getting a few chances in front, but it's nothing major. They're playing like Providence. Or Providence light, forcing the Bears out to the side. But unlike with Providence, the Bears' forecheck is there. The physicality is there. And we know we can beat these guys. Can't we? Is Hartford really that good? And we head into the third to settle in. Bears get a power play early in the third, early in the third, and and work the puck, working the, the the puck puck around Sam Ennis into the corner. Protoss up high, looking second units out over to Logan. Rister on the way, he scores. Logan Day scores. Grant missed it. He just went to pluck it and missed it, and actually performed a goalie sin. Okay, so if, if, if all of you watch the replay on this, Garant brings his glove over his mask to try and get it. He reaches across his body. Now, for all of you vi- watching on the video, you'll see this. But one thing you're taught as a goalie, and even as a baseball player, one thing you don't do is that you don't reach across your face because you take away your eyes. Oh, well, we say be- baseball players dive all the time across their body. Yes, but you see the arm come across their body to make the play. You don't put your glove up to block your vision. And Grant turned his hand over to where his mitt side is kind of facing toward him and thought he could just, yeah, right out of the sky and catch it. But he got air. He got nothing. Logan Day gets his first goal as a bear all season. Jesus Gets tackled by Alexi Protoss, his third assist, Sam Ennis, his fifth, and it's one, and it's 2-1. We're in this. I got to get invested. We're in this. And... And we play on in the third, but clock is ticking down, and Hartford is staying strong. Staying strong. And dare I say, sitting on this lead. Jake Messi gets a delay of game penalty. Seven minutes to go. All right, this is it. I'm getting flashbacks of Wilkes-Barre. This is the penalty that's going to be the nail in the coffin. This is the mistake that does it. 
Hartford's already two for two on the power play. This could end it. But the boys stand firm. They stand tall. Stand tall. And clock keeps ticking down. We're looking toward Hunter. Hunter gets in the high slot. Two and a half to go. Two and a half to go. Hunter slowly drifting toward the bench. Toward the bench. And the guys, it's still five on five. We don't see a six body out there yet. Although guys waiting to jump over onto the boards. Back out to the point. Logan Day over to Jake Mess. Messi, wrister on the way, deflected, they score, they score, Connor McMichael, does Thunderkid, does Thunderkid gets him, yes, we're tied, they got him, they took away Grant's eyes, finally, deflected, it's in, does Thunderkid, gets his third, Jake Messi, his first, Logan Day, his first assist, and the Bears have tied the game at two with two minutes to go. Oh my goodness. What a deflection. Just pounding away at it. And the last two minutes run out on the game. And that's it. And for the first time, the Hershey Bears are going to overtime. And it's a school night for me. I have a 5 a.m. wake-up call, and it's 9.30, and I'm still here. We're going to overtime. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I am, uh, I'm not ready for this. I'm not. I'm not. What if it goes late? What if it goes late? I don't work second anymore. I don't go late in into the night. I'm somebody who wakes up at 5 a.m. now. Well, on school nights, but some days I wake up at 7 or 8. God, look at me sounding like a responsible adult. But we're going to overtime. And I shouldn't complain, though. The hockey gods demand sacrifice of us all this time of year. And it's just something we got to do. We go to overtime. And the Bears, they come out flying. It's their time. They know they got this game. And we're going to have a chance to put to put this team away. Hershey comes in transition, and Hartford player falls down, trips over the linesman. It's a two-on-one. It's a two-on-one. Shades of Manchester over a decade ago. Comes in, goes low, blocker side. Chicken wind saves, drops down, and rolls wide of the goal. Oh, my gosh. The Bears nearly had it. They nearly had it. Oh, my gosh. But Hartford comes back, comes down, tries to get a shot. Hunter, easy kick save. Puts it around to, to the corner. And the Bears looking like they're going to try and press press the play up one, once again. And we're going to be ready for this ready for this, this time. time. And Garrett Pilon gets it. Throws it up to Borgstrom. It's another two-on-one. Henrik Bjorkstrom comes in. Low circle. Shoots. He scores! He scores! Henrik Borgstrom has ended the game! Low blocker side gets him this time! Henrik Bjorkstrom has ended the game. It's over. Bears win. 3-2 the final. And as Zach said, the comeback is complete. The game is over. Henrik Bjorkstrom, a replacement for Mike Scarbosa, who's a bit dinged up, gets his first. Garrett Pilon with his fourth. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Hartford. Bears go up 1-0 in the series on an overtime winner. Whew. 
They actually did it. They came back and won. They're only five on five goal, technically. Was the winner in overtime. Henrik Bjorkstrom saw what happened the first time and decided to go low blocker on the second, and it paid off. And the Bears just stuck with their game plan. A frustrating first and down two goals, and the Bears came back. They got their merit. Not exactly a miracle, but they worked hard to get it back. And in front of a good crowd on a Saturday, Bears go up one nothing. That's what you want. You establish dominance in the series. And driving home, get out of the parking lot. It's a nice, mild night. It really is. And the thing is, when you get into the playoffs, you have fans starting to show up who aren't usually there. And you get out and you hear, Let's go, Bears! Let's go, Bears! Woo! (sighs) It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just get to your car and go home. I'm telling myself that. And as I'm driving home, it's around 10.30. And I got to be up at 5. There's no way I'm going to bed. Actually, about 10.10. So get my car and I'm driving home. And there's no way I'm falling asleep when I get home. Not after this. Plus, the wife's out seeing a musical down in Lancaster. I want to wait up for her anyway. It's cute. She texts me, oh, get your rest. I get home and she goes, oh, get your rest, honey. I'll be home when I can. (laughs) Get your rest. (laughs) Not after this. One does not simply go right to bed after overtime hockey. Mm -mm. No. One does not. So, after that, we go to game two on a Saturday night. And we'll recap that game right after this. Bears fans, well, it's time to pay the bills and it's time to light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets bets instantly. Folks, there is a Game 7 not only tonight here on Sunday, but on Monday, Devils, Rangers, from there at the Rock in Game 7, and you play up action for round two coming up later in the in the week some juicy matchups vegas versus versus edmonton is already out there and more will be released out into the ether as we go make sure you get in on it at DraftKings sportsbook make sure you download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and sign up with code thpn new customers can make a five dollar bet make a five dollar hockey playoff bet and secure Score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call one 800 522 On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details and see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details on state-specific gambling resources. Bears fans, well, also, let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, I mean, you know who you are. Your cup of joe that used to cost 99 cents at 7-Eleven now costs $2. If you want your skinny boy calf DK... Skinny Boy D- Decaf Latte No Foam, that is $5 even without custom- 
customizations. I mean, heck, buying a simple energy drink is $250 minimum, depending on what convenience store you're at. Every, every single thing is going going up these days. Our bank accounts are getting getting hit the heart, get the hardest, but most most products do the same thing but are just priced differently regardless of whatever name is slapped on the label. So a good duplicate or a dupe is critical for getting the highest quality at the best at the best price. And this is definitely one item you won't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon provides premium audio at a perfect price point. So you get what you want when you want without break breaking the bank. Folks, Raycons start at $80, which may sound like a lot these days, but $80, you can pay a streaming service for, for $80, and eventually you'll get tire, tired of that. Folks, I can tell you this, tell you this, Raycons are absolutely worth the price, whatever you might be, whether you use them for gym workout, exercising, or those lo-fi beats you want to listen to while you're work or studying. Would YouTube lie to you? I highly doubt it. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and pay less than you would for those big name techs that try to fit fit in your ye- in your ear, but whenever you run you feel them rattling around and just so you know, they're going to fall out at a moment's notice. Raycon knows the, the this economy. Every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer a buy now pay less option option so you can pay as low as $18 at checkout free and easy return guarantee they offer two years of protection for just a few dollars more over 50,000 five star five star reviews I personally like the noise isolation because when I'm working and when I'm listening to music and journaling or doing whatever else I need to make sure I am focused the quality and sound is fantastic and they are water and sweat resistant, especially now as weather starts warming up. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today and get an extra 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to secure 15%. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. And now, on with the show. And we're back. Here on the Grit and Barrett podcast, thank you to our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon, for sponsoring this podcast as well. Please go out there and check out the deals that we have for all the buying, buying sponsors of this podcast. So, the boys were back at it on a Saturday night, up one nothing on the series against the Hartford, Hartford Wolfpack, and we are ready to go for it, and I get, and I have a 12-hour shift, 6 to 6, on a Saturday. But, I'm ready. I'm ready, Bears fans. Believe you me. I am ready to take this on. I drank a good Jocko Go energy drink early in the day. Maybe had a little Diet Mountain Dew there in the morning as well. So, trust me, my engines are going. After about two weeks of doing this, I'm good to go. 6 o'clock came, even though I was talking to another... Chalky coming in like, oh, hey, good to finally meet you. You know, where'd you work? Or I used to work there looking at my phone. Oh, <laughs> look at the time. I got to go uh, take out the, um, I have to go wash my, uh, gotta go. I didn't really do that, but it's one of those, yeah, I'd love to stay and talk, brother, but 
I got places to go and people to annoy. So, out of the building, out of the building, and as Dropkick Murphys have said, fresh out of work, it's a quarter past five. Time to round up the gang and take the red to the orange line. Or in my case, it's time to take ye old Toll House Road, cut into Hershey, and away we go. So, I knew that this was going to be a packed game. This was going to be a packed house. Wednesday nights drew because of families and that blue-collar atmosphere for the Bears. Thursday nights are still a tough sell for everyone, but it's not a school night. It's a Saturday night. This is what draws, and we're going to be ready to go because when I made that turn to get into, to come in the back way of Giant Center that merges into all the parking booth, booth lanes, I'm like, whoa, it is rush hour here, but... It's to be expected. It's to be expected. Big sign up that says, please have your season pass or payments ready to go to ensure a smooth transition. Or is that transaction? Anyway, you know what I meant. I had that. How did I pass out? Beep. There you go. Thank you. Have a good... Nope. See ya. Drive down. I go park far away from the Giants Center. With a couple of dude bros in the back of their pickups on a nice 60 to 3 day. You know, drinking their Whatever. Truly Seltzer, Bud Light, Mahado Extra, whatever the hell else is, whatever they picked up from Beer Depot on the way in. Do I care? No. Because I got to get inside. I'm getting inside. And everything gets scanned. Would you like a fan clapper? No. Leave it for someone else. So I walk in. All the food stands are completely blown up. The concourse is bloated and full. And I'm like, oh, God, it's going to be like the Senators game on Friday. I'm not going to get any food here. It's 6.30. Every food stand's blown up. I'm not going to be able to get anything. So I find my boys. We start talking. And we and our friends from Hartford came down. Kevin, Justin, Jen all came down. Our friends from Hartford who've hooked us up whenever we've gone up to the XL Center. So it was very good to see them. Really good to be able to talk to them. And it's game time. You head up there, and it's time to go. And how's this going to go? A 2 nothing lead heading into Hartford would be prime. Really put the pressure on the boys from Connecticut. And once again, the Bears come out flying in this, in this game. Once again, getting the forecheck going, breaking, thing, breaking things up. The physicality is there as well, pushing and shoving and throwing people down. It just so much stuff going on. And there's Adam Adam Clendenning's out there? I thought he was suspended. Pull up on uh, an HL. Oh, his suspension got reduced, they announced on Friday. Okay, what's the reason? There's no reason why it re- was reduced. Why? Was it good behavior? Was it reasons? Was it scoreboard? I'm almost beginning to think Eric Clendenning, if I can, you know, pull away to Batman the Animated Series for a second here, kind of like in Riddler's Reform, the Riddler, they're saying, you know, Riddler's trying to fool everyone that he's reformed. Boss is talking crazy. I'm not crazy. I had to fool everyone. The doctors, the judge, the cops, everyone. But not Batman. He's the only one worthy of the game. And that's probably Adam Clendenning. I had them all fooled. They thought I was reformed. I had to fool everyone. The officials, the judges, even Scott Howden. I had to convince him. But Adam Clendenning's in the game. 
You might remember him from such teams as the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, the Grand Rapids Griffins, and the Detroit Red Wings. I think he is a Stanley Cup champion. I think he is. Not entirely sure. But into the early in the first, the Bears get a power, get a power play going as Clendenning goes off for a blatant cross check right to the shoulder blades of Mason Morelli goes right into the goalposts. Well, I am sure glad that that suspension got reduced and he learned his lesson. Yeah, I'm glad. So Clendenning skates off. Bears, first team out there on the power play. Bjorkstrom still out there, but we're still going with this five forwards crap. We're still doing this. The second line, though, still four and one. One, Bears get a, ru- get a rush up going. Joe Snively leading it in, gets across the blue line, chips it to, to Morelli. He's past the defense. He shoots. He scores! Mason Morelli beats Dylan Grant. Low blocker side. Gets him. Power play goal for the Bears, and it's one nothing Hershey Early. Mason, his third. Joe Snively, his fifth assist, and it's one nothing Hershey. All right. We are up early, and the place is rocking. It is roaring. It is pounding. The clappers are out. The horns are out. There is noise. There is an electricity. Hartford gets a power play, and, di- and what? Okay. Okay, we can handle them. They went two for five. We'll be fine. We got... We got this. Ryan Carpenter works the puck down low in a good stick battle. Falls down. Throws in front of Roach. He shoots. He scores. Ryan Carpenter gets a nice pass out in front while falling down. And Will Chidle just blasts it past Hunter Shepard. Will Chidle, sent down by the Rangers, gets his first. Ryan Carpenter, his second. Tanner Fritz, his eighth. And we're tied. Crud. Crud. All right. Okay. That sucks. But let's just get back to our game. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. And Vinny Iorio feeds up Mason Morelli. Mason gets in. Feeds it across to Beck. All alone in the slot. He shoots. He scores! Big, beefy Beck! A big, beefy goal beats Garant. Garant on the blocker side. Top corner. And the Bears are back in the lead. Big beefy Beck, his second big goal in as many games. His second goal, Mason, his first assist. Vinny Iorio, his third assist. 2-1 Hershey. Hershey's back in the lead. And what a great play. The Bears using their speed to get past Hartford and chipping it over the defenseman's stick as Morelli just gets, just gets Beck alone In the mid-slot, just skating in. Nobody has him. And just puts it right past Grant. Great job by the boys. Absolutely great. 2-1. Hershey leads shots. 12-8. And already 1-for-2 on the power play. And this still, once again, a big, hard-hitting checking game. Checks are being finished. Both teams throwing elbows, stick checking, scrumming after every single whistle near goaltender. And this is still it's it's gonna be still be a black and blue series. Or in this case, a chocolate and blue. Eh? Eh? Eh. Yeah. I tried. So into the second we go. 
And it's still more of a tight battle for the Bears. Bears. Hartford, they want that tying goal. They need that tying goal. And it's like the two teams are at a stalemate. Just throwing gloves. Trying to get chances chances going. And you feel Hershey has a little bit more of it. Has a little bit more of that edge. Because again, their transition. Getting pucks through the neutral zone quickly. Or breaking up whatever neutral zone setup Hartford has and just getting the puck up ice quick up ice quickly and midway through through the second the Bears are getting some good offensive zone time Ethan Frank works it works it down Bjorkstrom throws a puck out in front Mike Vecchione kneels fire scores Mike Vecchione the roaring bear himself the roarer gets it in his first goal since game one in Charlotte, Jesus, Vecchione, his second, Bjorkstrom, his first, Ethan Frank, his second, that first line, getting their mojo working once again, 3-1 Hershey, 3-1, all is well, all is well, and, and Hershey's just dominating Hartford, this underdog of a team has no answers for the Bears they tried playing the body they tried pinning them to the boards they tried using their speed and their special teams and their special teams have been good their power play's been 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 producing it really has but five on five the Bears are the better squad the Bears are better and into the third we're like okay we just got to survive this here in the third. And the first 10 minutes, here comes Hartford. Three forwards up. Defenseman creeping in on plays. Adam Clandenning creeping in any chance that he gets. And Hartford comes out flying. And I'm reminded of old road games in Wilkes-Barre. I'm reminded of ye old games in Wilkes-Barre when we'd be up by two goals, but in the third, you knew Wilkes-Barre would come and you have to survive the first 10 minutes of that period in that building because they're just going to come after you. And I'm like, just stay with them, guys. Every time Hartford got the puck in and they got it down low, if a guy was there near the boards, a Bears player would check them or pin them to the boards. They were pushing Hartford out to the boards and to the perimeter. None of their guys were getting to the slot. To even get prime chances. They were giving them grade B and grade C. At best. If we had advanced analytics. I'd love to see. What prime scoring chances. Hartford actually had in third. For that first 10 minutes. Because it wasn't much. They had some offensive zone time. But the Bears again. Physicality. Blocking shots. Deflection. A defensive clinic. It's a clinic. And we get through that first 10 minutes. And I'm watching that clock. Tick, 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 tick. And this damn thing move, move any faster. Puck gets slapped out to center ice. Logan Day get, gets it up. Protest gets it up. And a Hartford player falls down. Trips over the ref. It's a two-on-one. Henrik Slapier comes in to the circles. He shoots. He scores! Picks the top corner on freaking Garant. Henrik Slapier gets it in. Hendricks is second. Protoss is fourth. Logan Day is second. 4-1, Archie. 4-1. Oh, my goodness. Are we going to pull this off? Or are we going to 
dominate Hartford and have an easy coast to the finish line. No, 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 no. Tampa blew a 4-1 lead. We've done... No, no, I can't get my hopes up for this. I am not going to get my hopes up for this. Hartford pulls the goalie with five minutes left to go. They're down by three. Down by three. Hartford's able to work the, out of the corner. Six on three. Back out to the point. Over to Clandenning. Rister scores! Adam Clandenning, the suspended Adam Clandenning, gets one back for Hartford. A clean wrister that just it wasn't deflected, didn't hit a body, and just went into the net. 4-2 with four minutes to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's about three minutes to go. The Bears have their fourth line out there. And Mickelrath and Carlson out there. Sutter, Protoss, Sutter, Protoss, and God, I should know this. I really, I really should. But the fourth line's out there. And Hartford is keeping the puck in, working it around the perimeter. Perimeter. And the Bears try to chip the puck out off the boards. Knocked down by Hartford. Thrown back into the corner. Battle down low. Pin Hartford up against the port board. Three minutes to go. Okay. Work the puck behind the net. Hartford tries to center. Slips through everybody. Back out toward the boards. Carpenter's got it. Carpenter back up to the point for Clan Denning. Shoots. Goes wide the net. Bears get it. Flicks it out. And what do you mean? I already swung and missed. Missed. Hartford picks it up. Crossing feet. Swung on and missed. Goes to the boards. Mickelrath pins it up to the boards. 90 seconds left. Seconds left. Hartford, another centering feed. Misses it. Everyone. One. Sutter gets it. Lightly slaps it out of the zone. Recollected by Carpenter. The blue light. Dear God. Dear God. Sutter gets it again. Flings it down for icing. That's fine. That's fine. 40 seconds left. Come on, boys. Boys, Hartford wins another faceoff. Blocked by Sutter. Slapped out of the zone. Slapped out of the zone, and it's not enough for icing. This is fine. Get new bodies in. 20 seconds. Hartford gets it back in. Pinned down to the boards in the corner. 15, 10, 5, 3, 2, 1. Win. Bears win it. 4-2 the final. In one of the best defensive shifts I have ever seen out of the guys. Two and a half minutes. No breaks. Four icing call. Four icing calls. Three shots actually got on. Were counted on net. And what a stand by this Bears team. Bears win it. Four to the final. And we're going to Connecticut. Up two. On the Wolfpack. Your three stars of this, Mike Vecchione with technically the game game winner with a goal. Beck with a goal gets second. Mason Morelli with two points, a goal and assist gets first star of the night. You know, I would have signed up for a split. I would have signed up for a split in these first two games. And then you roll the dice up there at the XL Center. But Hershey has shown that they are the better five-on-five team and are showing that they can hang with this Wolfpack team and are actually playing better than them. And they took both here at home. An overtime thriller and a good game on Saturday. But now comes the hard part. 
Now comes the hard part. Now it's time to venture to the mausoleum. It's time to go back to the XL Center on Wednesday, May 17th, as Hershey and Hartford will go at it up there at the XL Center, and they will bring it up there in Connecticut. And the fan base has shown up. The Wolfpack have shown up. And we will see how it goes. If necessary, Game 4 will be Friday, May 19th, also at the XL Center as well. And if need be, Tuesday, May 23rd, Game 5, back here at Hershey. So, what does this mean? It means the Bears have a hold of this series and need to finish it. Like Charlotte, you need to finish this. And you've shown that you're able to do this. You've shown that you can close out a series and you can hang with these guys. But you're going to go on a road in a place that's probably going to be louder than Bojangles and a place that's going to be filled up. And if the Bears can play five on five, not let their emotions get the better of them, play smart, play hard, I believe they can get one of these two games in Hartford. Because I want the boys to come back with a different opponent. And it's very much doable. Do I think they'll sweep Hartford? I'm not 100% confident. I, I feel better about that than I did against Charlotte. But I don't think Hartford's going to go down easy. And they're really going to have to dig deep to make that happen. But we shall see on a Wednesday. So, we got other playoffs going on. So how are those series going, you asks? Well, I shall tell you if this stupid app ever decides to load. So... Out in the North Division Finals, Rochester is up 2-0 on the Toronto Marlies um, after a Game 2 victory that saw Rochester obliterate Toronto 7-4. Defense and goaltending was not a factor in that game. Rochester has a chance to close it out on Wednesday. They're at Blue Cross Arena. They'll be playing the same two days Hershey is. And uh, we'll see if they'll get any reinforcements the Marlies will get any reinforcements. Maybe they get Joseph Wall in net. Out there in the Central, the series is tied at 1-1 between the Texas Stars and the Milwaukee Admirals with Texas taking Game 2 on Saturday 5-3. The series is tied at 1. And way out in the specific series, the series is tied at 1 as Calgary took Game Game 2 out there at the Shadow Dome. Saddle Dome 3-2 over the Coachella Valley Firebirds. The Firebirds took Game 1. They're, they're winning 6-3. The series goes back to Azacor Arena. They're in Palm Springs. And Game 3 will actually be um, Monday, May 15th, when this podcast drops. will be that night. Wednesday the 17th is Game 4, if will be needed. And then if needed, Game 5, May 19th, will be the fifth and final game of the series in the specifics. So if all goes well, all goes well, all four of these series could be wrapped up by the end of the week. And for the Bears, well, we're one game away from my dream series happening. And we will see if that happens. I'm not going to speak it into existence. I'm not. Because the hockey gods frown upon such things. And all we have to do is get one, just get one up there in Hartford in any way. And I believe that the boys can do it. So 
That'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week as I will keep you up to date. Um, don't know if there will be a second show this week. That will depend on how this series goes. If they wrap it up Wednesday, maybe I'll throw out a second episode. I don't know. With my job, it's hard for me to pump out a second episode and because of some commitments I might have uh, Friday night. Um, if it does come back for a game five, we will do the recaps next week and then set ourselves up. But we shall see. So Bears fans, we're up to nothing and it's time to head to Connecticut to end this. So I know you'll be ready, Bears fans. Hartford will be ready. And as I've said before, I'm ready as I'll ever be. I'll catch you next time. Go Bears. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.